Welcome to Soul Sense. I'm Mark. Um, we're going to talk about the five pillars of healing today. If you come to a Christian counselor or you come to our clinic, these are some of the most these are the most important things that we're going to cover. The first one that I want to go over is grieving. So the first pillar of getting through any kind of trauma or anything hard that you've went through is grieving. You have to own it. And some scriptures for that. The Bible says weep with those who weep. So there's, you know, an understanding of coming together for that. In, in, in the Psalms it says those who sow tears will reap joy. So there has to be a grieving before you can get to freedom, before you can get to joy. And then there's another scripture Jesus talked in Matthew 5, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So a lot of times my first step in helping people is getting them to own something maybe that they haven't fully faced or fully owned before so they can begin to grieve. That opens their hearts for some of the other key things that we have to get to. Now a second pillar of healing, we hear about this if we go to church or we open the Bible at all, is forgiving. And so a second pillar without question is forgiving. I have to own something to grieve it, but I have to own something to forgive also. And so when we talk about forgiving, I have to acknowledge the hurt. How did it hurt me? And I have to acknowledge the anger that comes from that injustice. What I've found very often is that one person that comes in may be readily owning the hurt and maybe they're grieving but it's hard for them to access the anger about the injustice. Another person comes in really owning the injustice, but it's hard to acknowledge the hurt. It's very common for someone to come in heavy on one side and light on the other. So I'm going to have to help you to own both sides so we can get to forgiveness. And remember, getting to forgiveness is not, oh, now I feel like forgiving. I have to make a step of faith and make a choice to forgive, the feelings come later, after I forgive. So I put a stake in the ground. And incidentally, one of the ways that I can really complete forgiveness is to pray for that person and to pray blessings for that person. So that's a second pillar. A third pillar is the spiritual freedom pillar. So in James chapter 4, verse 7, and I'll I'll read that, it says, from the New Living, it says, So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So a third pillar is getting the spiritual freedom. I may have something that I really have to get right with God first, and then there's that spiritual part that I have to begin resisting. Is it fear? Is it condemnation? Is it shame? It could be all kinds of things. It could be hate. But I I have to have that pillar of spiritual freedom, and that's something that's going to be ongoing. Now, a fourth pillar is a word from God. So Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You may not know, but there's two words 
uh, definitions that are used in the in the Greek New Testament for word. One is logos, and it means like the written word, and the other is rhema. It means like a personal word from God or a spoken word. So Jesus was really saying, man does not live by bread alone, but by every personal word from God to man. And so when you're in the Bible and something really becomes personal for you, we could say it's like a rhema. But you could have a friend that's talking to you in a difficult time or a counselor that speaks a word that really came from God through them to you. So there's all kinds of ways to get that word from God, but it's another pillar for healing. And one of the things that we emphasize here is going to that place of pain where you need that word from God and receiving what he has for you there. So that's a fourth pillar. A fifth pillar that I want to talk about for just a moment is rebuilding trust. Now someone may have hurt you deeply and you may be limited in rebuilding specific trust with them. However, we know that you rebuild trust through time and consistent right behavior. So if that person is really repenting, they're changing their behavior, all things being equal, you should be gradually rebuilding trust with that person. But there could be other things in you that are barriers to trust that you might have to pull out through counseling. But even if you don't have an opportunity to rebuild trust with that specific person, let's say, you know, your stepdad or your ex-husband or your ex-wife really hurt you, you still have to work on rebuilding trust with who that person represents. An authority figure, you know, the opposite sex, um, a someone that's like a sibling or a friend or a boss. So. You have to work on rebuilding trust, even if it's what that person represents in your life. So those are five pillars for healing that I want you to understand. They're five of the most profound things that we go through with people as they come in for counseling. And to have that awareness and understanding, I hope will help you. You can reach us at SamaritansWell.com in all our social media. God bless you.